country, saying it hadn't been approved by CDC leadership. The agency's former director, Dr. Tom Frieden, tells CBS this morning that reopening the country has to be done with common sense. Make sure we do a better job protecting those most at risk, including in congregate facilities. That includes nursing homes, which are being devastated by this all over the country, prisons, homeless shelters. Uncle Sam wants you if you don't have coronavirus. The Pentagon has banned new recruits who've had it as an interim measure. CBS News military analyst Jeff McCausland. Some would speculate that there may be a concern first that the virus does cause somewhat permanent damage to the respiratory system of a human and therefore cause them not to be able to perform on some of the strenuous things required by military life. In Hyderabad, India. <laughs> Chaos after an industrial gas leak killed 11 people and sickened nearly a thousand more. The country's disaster agency says it came from a plant that was shut down due to the pandemic and it just reopened. A wildfire has chased about 500 people from homes in Walton County, Florida, west of Panama City. Everyone goes through things, scary moments, but this might be one of the closest moments I think I've ever come to losing my family. The officials say it's about 60% contained. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. At Sprint, we understand saving money for your family is now more important than ever. That's why we're offering our best unlimited deal. Switch and get four lines of unlimited for just $100 a month. That's right, four lines for 100 bucks. Plus, the plan includes Hulu, 500 megabytes of mobile hotspot, DVD quality streaming, and more. If that's not enough, to really amp this up, we're including four amazing iPhone 11s on us when you trade in iPhone 6s or newer in any condition. And now, Sprint customers enjoy expanded roaming access on the T-Mobile network. Shop from the comfort of your home at Sprint.com, call 800-SPRINT-1, or come see us in our stores. Phone after 29.17 per month credit for 18 months credit. Apply within two bills. Canceled early. Remaining balance due. Requires new account. Unlimited basic after 7.31.21. Get $35 per month per line with auto pay. Get any prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available at work. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming speed. Maximums use rules. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. A newly released report says Australia's Cardinal Pell knew about clergy sexual abuse decades earlier than he claimed. More from reporter Scott Maiman. Cardinal George Pell had claimed he was not aware of any abuse until the 1990s. But the findings of an Australian Royal Commission paints a different picture. It suggests he knew about sex abuse and even failed to act on complaints during the 1970s and 80s. The inquiry was held in 2017, but its 100-page report was redacted until this week. Scott Maiman for CBS News, Brisbane, Australia. The federal judge will decide whether or not Florida lawmakers and the governor were wrong to stipulate that felons who had served their time must settle legal debts before regaining their voting rights. They enacted that law last year after voters overwhelmingly approved restoration as a constitutional amendment two years ago. The decision could affect about one and a half million Floridians. Peter King, CBS News. Balance of Nature's fruit and veggie capsules contain 100% fine ripened fruits and vegetables, tested pure with no pesticides, fillers, or additives of any kind, and are the most effective whole food supplements on the market today. Fruits and vegetables are on an average 85% water. Balance of Nature uses cold vacuum technology to remove the water, leaving only the whole food. Our cold vacuum technology maintains 99% of the fresh fruits and vegetables' original nutritional value. 
Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. Again, that's balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code FRUITS. At Century National Bank, we believe strong communities are built with local volunteers, donations, and leadership. Last year, we supported 301 local organizations and donated more than $393,000 to our local communities. Our bankers care about helping our entire community thrive and prosper. Century National Bank is committed to investing money locally and doing everything in our power to support the people and groups in our neighborhoods. Century National Bank, Division of the Park National Bank, member FDIC, CenturyNationalBank.com. We espouse a home-based model because uh, really it allows us to get to know the client and the situations that they live in and their family dynamics much better. Our mission is about bringing the best to the table and helping people to find what their best is. Pat will walk beside that individual and that family to provide stability and safety. 2020 Deer Resistant Plant Sale is this Saturday, May 9th, starting at 9 a.m. All orders must be at least $40, and if you get more than you need, share with your friends and family. There are over 1,000 plants that need good homes, and it's only this Saturday. Go to the 2020 Deer Resistance Facebook page to learn all about deadlines and details. The 2020 Deer Resistant Plant Sale, going on this Saturday, May 9th. In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics, cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't work from home with a busted computer? Call Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair at 740-590-1677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. The Army National Guard responds to disasters such as wildfires and floods. They protect us with missile defense, cybersecurity, and civilian support teams for chemical, biological, and radiological hazards. Be there for your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station... Oh, we're going to a uh, medium to slow jingle. Oh, well. Someday we'll get it right. It's a Thursday, and it's beautiful outside. Look at that sunshine. Brought the plants inside. Guess I'm going to have to do it two more nights. I think if we get past Saturday morning, that may be the end of that sort of... uh, 
while saving the plants, the flowers, all that sort of thing. If I heard Scott's show right earlier. In fact, I have it right in front of me, and Scott's right uh, behind me, I might add. So anyway, let's see, Scott. Good uh, morning. Good morning. 66 degrees are high today, 57 tomorrow, 49 on Saturday, then up to 60 on Sunday. Now, it's the evenings we're worried about. So Friday night, 28. Saturday night, 36. Sunday night, 41. Monday night, 34. What is it? Here it is. May. The month of May. It's May. It's May. What show is that? Uh, Broadway show. Um, I, I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. The Broadway show, Merry Merry Month of May. What Broadway show? Yeah. Anyway, okay. Um, well, we're about 20 degrees below normal right now from what I'm hearing and seeing from meteorologists. So if you, if you see that red stripe up there on the monitor oh. where it says freeze warning. Okay. If you click on that, it will give you the National Weather Service freeze warning this is not an advisory this is a warning from the national weather service they're saying it's not a possibility it's a it's gonna happen yeah Mm -hmm. something like that yep anyway um next few nights uh let's uh, continue to uh, either cover your plantings or um bring them inside i i like these hanging flower baskets you know and so it's easy to bring them in um all right. Well, anyway, that's that's that. And let's see here. I don't let's see. This is Thursday, so I don't have to say. Um, not yet. Not yet. Well, if you I'm want, there? you can. The eve of Friday. Yabba dabba do. Right. Yeah. That's what I say on. Okay. Yeah. Did you did you notice though in the weather forecast there that you just had the <clears throat> the end of uh, the last sentence of. Um, let's see, is it tomorrow and tomorrow night? The very last sentences. Little or no snow accumulation expected. Yeah. And I looked at the calendar and I thought... This is for Friday and Friday night. (laughs) Yeah. Little or no snow accumulation. How often do you see that in a weather forecast for the month of May? Well... That just caught my attention. When I was reading it earlier this morning. Mm, excuse me, I was in my coffee there. Um, yeah, it catches my attention too. And, and the uh, various different uh, meteorologists uh, on television and so on, they've been making uh, that point known too. Yeah, I think it's uh, the the, the uh, monitors that I saw, the ones monitoring the weather forecast, mm-hmm. are saying uh, snow in central Ohio during the afternoon tomorrow. They're even saying West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Yeah, I saw a live shot from a snowshoe. Of course, it's up in the mountains, obviously, of West Virginia, but they say there could be a blanket of snow up there, but nobody can go with the uh, stay-at-home order, although West Virginia is relaxing uh, their stay-at-home order much more than we are here in Ohio. At this point. Well, we're going to get into that yeah. um, as the show continues here. Speaking of, um, although you did remind me of something. 
Is it Jim Justice? Yes, Governor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jumbo Jim is what they call him. Well, I I had not heard that, but yeah, he's a he's I, a big guy. I can see that. Yep. Um. I I don't know what to make of him. Well, he puts it out there. He there's not much filtering in what comes out sometimes. He's a, a very interesting fellow. Yep. Um. For those of you I that think, don't I know, think I do like uh, his <clears throat> forthrightness, even though it sounds really kind of backward. Well, he, you know, I, I, I like the way he puts things in layman's terms. Well, that's you know, he, his forthright is exactly sort of what I meant. You know, yeah. But Just he, not in a layman term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fourth rate. Yeah. But, um, you know, he, he he just puts it out there for the, you know, like, it doesn't mix a lot of big words. But, you know, then the other, on the other hand, I, I'm not sure how much he listens to others. And, and anyway, I, 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 he's a very interesting person. Yeah, he is. Yeah, for those, like, and I, I haven't say, really come to a final conclusion of what <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think of him. But uh, I started to say, for those of you that don't know, he also is the owner of the uh, Greenbrier Resort in Greenbrier, West Virginia. Well, that just jumped him up a little bit, in my opinion. Oh, he's a very, very successful businessman. And my, you know, uh, my father was a grand fan. Now, I don't know how, this, how long this person has owned it. But my dad thought the Green Buyer was a, a phenomenal um, inn, and it, it was just a very special place. Yeah, it is. It's a very nice resort area near, uh, I think it's White Sulphur Springs. Yes. Sulf- yes, White Sulphur Springs. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's it's pretty unique. Yeah, yeah. He's a very successful businessman. You know, he's had a few bumps along the way, as as they say. But uh, but what what was his principal industry? Was it coal? I think there is some connection to that. Okay. Yeah, but uh, mainly it's the uh, you know it's the resort area there. Now, <coughs> but it, I don't think it always has been. But um, anyway, well, 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 if we get a chance, we'll look it up. Yeah. But, uh, folks, we ought to get rolling just a little bit further here today. Um, so today is, um, let's see, it's Thursday. It's May 7th. 128 days in, 238 remaining. Um, let's see. On, on this report, our highlight in history says that uh, May 7th, but the year 1789. America's first inaugural ball was held in New York in honor of President George Washington, who had taken the oath of office a week earlier. All right. Um, So that's the the one item they picked out today. Of course, we have any number of items on any given date. Um, thought for the day comes from Robert Browning, an English poet, 
I even knew that one. Uh, what I didn't know was that he was born on this date in 1812 and then died in 1889. Robert Browning, let's see what he had to say. There are those who believe something and therefore will tolerate nothing. And on the other hand, those who tolerate everything because they believe nothing. Ooh. I think I like it. I think I want to sit and, um, well, maybe while I'm driving to Columbus today, ponder that a little bit. I think I'll keep that one. All right. Might it make the wall? Um, it could. We'll discuss some of that stuff in a while. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's some more about Jim Justice. He, his net worth is around $1.9 billion. Yeah. B with a billion. He is the wealthiest person in West Virginia. Well, I guess I'm not surprised. So he's uh, obviously done very well. He inherited a coal mining business. I thought it was coal. Built a business empire with over 94 companies. Today is the 7th, as we said, of May. It is the National Day of Prayer. It's Word, I'm sorry, it's World Password Day. Now that makes me scratch my head a little bit. It's National Packaging Design Day. National Barrier Awareness Day. It's National Day of Reason. It's National Paste-Up Day. And last but not least, National Roast Leg of Lamb Day. Do you like lamb? Um, yeah, I do. But it it, uh, it is harder to prepare, I think. Yeah. And it it I think it takes some t cooking skill. Um it's not it's it's harder to make and to make well but when it's done right mm. okay now some of these i don't get yeah okay world password day yeah i just looked that up it's uh that that brings a discussion on how you can create a strong password so hackers cannot oh, crack and so it's computer oriented pretty much yeah okay Packaging Design Day. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's okay. <laughs> National Barrier Awareness Day. What what uh, what would that one be? Uh, let's see. I'm on testing. May seventh each year, we are charged with breaking down obstacles on National Barry Barrier Awareness Day. Okay. So, so um, more societal stuff. Yeah. Okay. It says it is is not just about physical disability. Uh, you can find out more about often invisible barriers associated with learning disabilities. Okay. Uh, President Ronald Reagan proclaimed May seventh National Barrier Awareness Day in nineteen eighty six. Okay. Well. That makes more sense now. 
Um, let's see. Let me pull my next couple papers. Let's see. Historical events on this day of May 7th. Historical, it is. Um... See, 1429, Joan of Arc in the French army, right? Uh, the English siege of Orleans was broken by them. Uh, then we jump 500 years to 1912. Nothing happened in between. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Columbia University approves plans for awarding the Pulitzer Prize in several categories after established by Joseph Pulitzer, of course. Nineteen fifteen, the RSM, the RMS Lusitania, sunk by German submarine off the southern coast of Ireland. Eleven hundred and ninety-eight lives lost. Let's see here, 1945, World War II, unconditional German surrender to the Allies, signed by General Alfred Jodl at Reims. That's when the Germans finally gave it up. Ah, 1952, the concept of an Integrated circuit, that's an IC, folks, if you, you, it's the same thing. The basis for all modern computers is first published by Jeffrey Dummer. It might be Doomer, but it's right in there somewhere. And there was no B. He was not dumb. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Okay, what about uh, famous birthdays? Edwin Land, <clears throat> born on this date in 1909, died in 1991. Edwin Land. Boy, he's, he looks a little... I've got a photograph here. He looks a bit familiar. L-A-N-D? Mm-hmm. Edwin Herbert Land was an American scientist and inventor... Best known as the co-founder of the Polaroid Corporation. Okay. Well, Polaroid Land cameras. Yeah, they used to even include his name in the company title. That's right. Let's see here. Gary Cooper, the actor, right? Born on this date in 1901, died in 1961. Tchaikovsky. Composer, born on this date in 1840, died in 1893. Tito, Joseph Rose Tito, born on this date in 1892, died in 1980. You know, I, I kind of try to do the math quickly in my head, and I'm always amazed at how, well, it seems like many grand people didn't live as long as I would have hoped or thought they might. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yep, same with mine. Okay, how about famous deaths? I don't think I know either one of these. 
Antonio Salieri. I remember the name, but I don't know why. Who died on this date in 1825. S-A-L-I-E-R-Y. I-E-R-I. Yes. Salieri. Antonio Salieri? Mm-hmm was an Italian classical composer, conductor, and teacher. So now I'm supposed to be embarrassed being a music major. That that didn't come to mind. Okay. Well, Palmer. Okay. H.H. Holmes, H-O-L-M-E-S, died on this date in 1896. Herman Webster Mudgett. Better known as Dr. Henry Howard Holmes, or more commonly as H.H. Holmes, was an American serial killer. Oh, wonderful. Confessed to 27 murders. Only nine could plausibly be confirmed, and several of the people he claimed to have murdered were still alive. (laughs) Well. So not only a serial killer, but maybe a serial a fabricator? Yeah, or accuser, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, folks, let's, let's talk about something here. Um, for a month and a half, and Scott, you can join in on this, of course. For a month and a half or so, maybe it's even two months now. Uh, I have been following daily the 2 o'clock presentation by our governor, lieutenant governor, and Dr. Amy Acton, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I keep track of certain statistics, as as you would guess for me, right? And then um, we have been airing these things live. Now, yesterday, I'm not sure why. Uh, they normally run them, run them every weekday at 2. And if things are serious enough, they will also do it. Um, who is that? Brandon. Oh. They will also do them on... Um, Weekends. But if things are going smoothly, they might take the weekends and not do those. They tend to be two, uh, an hour to an hour and a half in length uh, briefings daily. Now, uh, yesterday, for some reason or other, they didn't hold one yesterday, and it was a weekday. They said they would return today. Now, so what? what is discussed? Well, all the statistics. Um, how things are going. They discuss uh, whether it's time to start to ease up a little bit. Or whether it's important to continue to be um, closed and staying at home and all that sort of thing. Um, I think that our governor has received a great deal of praise 
And I think a lot of people have fallen in love with Amy Acton. But for some reason, just in the last week or two, there seems to be a fading of that. Even to the point that our state legislature is um, has been proposing some sort of document that would restrict Dr. Acton's powers. Now, the odds of that being passed are, I think, pretty slim. But the point is, I, I, you know, have, has this gone on so long that now we're starting to see frustration take over and bypass common sense and stuff like that? Uh, you know, I just don't know what to take uh, make of it. Yeah, it makes you wonder that, you know, are people getting antsy enough, so to speak, to have this happen? But what, what I'm hearing from some legislators are that due process was bypassed or is being bypassed. Uh, passing the legislature of, uh, you know, powers that be. Now, Governor DeWine has already said that he will veto that bill. Uh, the Ohio House reps passed two bills yesterday. And the bill says it would require all orders issued by the Department of Health on or after April 29th to last no longer than 14 days. So. Well, we have a caller. Let's see what's on their mind. Good okay. morning. Good morning. I'm surprised that you folks did not bring out this fact that a couple of days back, uh, someone went to uh, Dr. Acton's home. Well, I'm about to. Threatening manner. And uh, I imagine that would be like you or me or someone else, be scared out of our wits when somebody comes after your family. I have a story here. I just haven't come across it yet in my my stack. But here, but I, here it is. I just got it. But I remember the governor actually saying on one of those days that, that when this came out, is that I make the decisions. The buck stops here. And... Um, making reference to the attacks on her on a personal level. I have a photograph of a sign that was placed in her yard. Now, she lives in Bexley. Uh, and Bexley's in a, a community I know very well. I dated a girl there for many years. Anyway, um, and it says, Please exercise your First Amendment rights without disturbing the peace. Bexley City Law, and then there's a number, prohibits yelling, shouting, bullhorns, and disturbance of the peace and quiet enjoyment of, and then the rest of the sign is cut off. But the point is, that was put in her yard on a public, which is on a public street. And um, people have been gathering there in... in not being very nice, right? Yes. Um, I think she's doing a terrific job. And there, this is untested waters. We don't know what's right and what's wrong. Would we rather overreact 
than underreact and have things get worse? You know what I mean? Yes, but I think a lot of this is already settled. Most of us think in this country that we have certain rights. Well, example of for rights. Example, we it's been a long uh, uh, settled matter with the Supreme Court uh, in terms of free speech. You do not have total free speech. You cannot yell fire in a crowded theater, for example. That's one good example with a Supreme Court decision to do that. Um, there is even a religious. Uh, you think you have the right to doing whatever you want to do. Well, you know, when we had those folks out there in all those colorful uniforms that look like prairie people, you can't go around practicing your religion if you're in, you know, making Waco, Texas, that one, okay. that guy. So you do have limits on those. So you do not have sure. full rights to go and do what you want to do. And that's the big mistake. And maybe everyone in this country should should learn a little bit more about the history of of what we think are our rights. But how so, do you tie that in with dealing with an epidemic? Well, we look to the government when we do have epidemics. If we don't, or pandemics, if we don't, we'll have a whole lot more dead people. Even the guy at the top of the food chain in this country at this point in time, you know, backing away from, that's because he wants to be reelected. He keeps wanting to have the rallies and all of this business. But his real duty is to protect the people with their lives. What's the point? of you're doing all of this, if you're dead, or your children are dead, mm-hmm. you, know, you can send them back to school, uh, you can do those various things, we can all open up like some people in our country want to do, but then you could be dead too, or you can make everyone else dead. This, this is a virus that, that apparently has even mutated already. Uh, that was in the news recently, where uh, I think there was this boy who had a rash on his face and other things, and a high mm-hmm. fever, and he had COVID-19, so maybe it's, you know, continually trying to do like most viruses do or bacteria, survive. Mm. We can't see it, you know, and, and even for our president to make the comparison, this is worse than 9-11, this is worse than World War II, this is worse than whatever, and I've done such a great job. Well, maybe he has, maybe he hasn't. History will tell us that. But the sad part is, I wish he'd stop doing that. I wish he had an off button where he could quit saying he's the best of anything that ever came along like apple pie. Well, you know, that remains to be seen by history. We, we will judge people later. But uh, at yeah. this point in time, it's, it's very concerning what you've been sharing this morning with what you, you know, we, we have limitations to our so-called First Amendment rights. So anyway, that's, don't want to get on the old soapbox here, but thank you very much. Well, sure. Um, 970-WETH, 97.1 on FM as well. Excuse me, and I did that in my elbow. <coughs> Let me do it again. All right. Well, I, you know, it bothers me that people would assemble on a residential street in front of her home and express displeasure. All right. Well, we'll set that one over here. Um, let's see. Let's let's look at the New York Times assessment of today. Um, let's see. More kids are going hungry. States are reopening without a declining number of coronavirus cases. 
and mom and dad disagree about who's doing the homeschooling. So they have a whole section about dismantling the rules. Um... You know, the real concern is when is the right time to start to reopen? Uh, Listen, um, we're a radio station. We are highly dependent on businesses in our community being successful and making them more so. In other words, telling about what they have to offer to their customers. Advertising. Um, you know, some may find that uh, this carryout thing is great and that they can save a lot of money and still be successful. But I think many of them are hurting. And, you know, we're hearing that when they're allowed to reopen, they need to have, like, every other table filled, something like that, rather than the full dining room. Yeah. I think some places are already... That already speaks of, aren't you cutting your business then now to half? Yep. Um, you know, if they continue the carryout thing, which of course they will, um, maybe it'll help a little bit, but I am so tired of eating at home. That's me. Just, I'm just saying Dave says this. Um, how often do we cook at home? Uh, To be perfectly honest, with the kids all raised and everything, it's not very often. Um, With the kids raised and having their own families, yeah, we love to mix it up with them, but the opportunities are... I mean, these kids have so many things they're involved in. and So you end up building your social circles... And I miss that part of my life. Um, on Wednesday nights, we would always go to Casa, the bodega or whatever it's called there. And a group would just spontaneously show up. The next night, we'd be out at, uh, oh, like Pleasant Hill. The next night, somewhere else, you know? And there were certain people we met in each setting on a regular weekly basis. That hasn't happened for two months. I miss it. I am anxious to get back to some sense of normalcy, or what I call normalcy. But at least having options, okay? Maybe that's the better way of putting it. Uh, because what, what matters to me isn't important, but for people to have options. They don't 
have to take Carrie out home. They don't have to make their own food at home. They can do whatever suits them that given night. Uh, They don't have to uh, be socially distanced from people they previously were close to. Um, I'm I'm just, uh, what am I doing? I'm saying the same thing over and over, so I must stop. Repetition is not important here. Okay, I'm flipping through the pages here. I guess I've talked to uh, just to add a little bit to that. I've talked to a few restaurant owners in the area, and uh, you know they they are of course wanting to get back to what things were like before. But they you know they at the same time realize it. This is this could be weeks before it happens. I mean, one even mentioned to me at least six weeks, possibly. So, you know, it just remains to be seen from, you know, the orders of the the governor's office and the Ohio Department of Health. Right. Let's go to our phones. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Beautiful day in the neighborhood, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, it is. Yes. But it'll get worse. <laughs> Eventually. I listened to your show, and I was going to call in about one particular event, and the more I listen, the more I want to comment, and I know I can't be on there all. Well, jump in. All the time. <laughs> you can't, you're <laughs> welcome any time. The, the Browning comment made me think of someone that knows nothing will fall for anything, you know? The, the <laughs> which, I'm sorry, that. I missed. The which comment? The Browning. You're talking about this. Uh, I can't remember how, it was his, how his phrase actually was. The poet? Uh, the who? The but, poet? Uh, oh, the poet. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. Yeah. It reminded me of the ones that, that the people that know nothing will fall for anything. Yeah. You know? And then uh, a call a while ago about the president. We need to remember that the president has a responsibility to protect the country, and one of that is to keep our economy going. And he, regardless of what happens, even if this is a real war, we lose a couple of million or three or four million. He has to keep the economy open so we don't become a socialist country like Venezuela and be a third world country. So he's trying to battle both things, you know. Listen to the experts about the virus. Of course. That didn't turn out to be what they thought it would be. and So we need to keep that in mind. And, uh, but I, the, I, the reason I was wondering, My only ahead. beef with that is I just wish he'd be a little more presidential. No, no, but he's not. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I support him 100%, but I know that he's, you know, he's a business leader. He gets things done. He's accomplished so much that he lets his mouth get in trouble. And yeah, he's got yeah. the eye problem. He's got the big eye problem. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I still support him. Uh, but the reason I wanted to call to start with, the media is trying to keep this hush-hush this year, but you got call-in shows like this so it can get out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what you know what today is? You're talking about today being recognized as certain things. Do you know what today is? Well, uh, help me, please. A special day, Scott. Do you know what today is? Go for Come it. Now. <laughs> Go for it. This is the National Day of Prayer. Yes. Oh, I did uh, have that somewhere. Yes. It's, 
it has been kept way down this year because they don't want people praying to God to resolve this issue. It was the number one thing we mentioned. So in yeah. this list of, you know, you got World Password Day, all this different thing, but the first one they mentioned was National Day of Prayer. Did, did, did you mention that on the air? Yes, sir. Well, then I have to apologize. That's I all right. That's all right. <laughs> I, I go from two radios in the house. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you shared that, but I just wanted to reemphasize it to people. This is a time that we need to be in prayer because God really is in control. He's allowing this to happen for a reason, for his good and for our good. But I think if enough of us will go to prayer, sincere prayer, things can turn around pretty quick. Okay. Well, I hope you're right. Amen. Amen. Uh, <laughs> and I apologize if you, if you did cover it. <laughs> but you, you won't hear very much about it today. <laughs> well, I thought you were going with something else, uh, you know, and when you said, well, you know what today is. and I, Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, we went down like three or four or five of them there. <laughs> the days we got to mow. we got to mow today. <laughs> yeah, that one, too. <laughs> Before All it right, snows. Thanks for letting me, okay. for letting me take my time well, on you're, here. You're always welcome. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Uh yeah. yeah, we'll go Bye. from mowing to snowing. Here no, that's right. Snowboarding. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to mow today after I get back from Columbus. Okay, so, um, and I generally, about every five days I'm mowing, sometimes more. I like a nice even yard. Yeah, this time of year the grass grows so quickly you, you have to stay on top of it. Okay, so uh, there was no 2 o'clock news conference yesterday with the governor or anything like that. But still, all the data was released at 2 o'clock yesterday. So I still have my chart filled in here. And uh, in a moment, after this next caller, which we're about to take, um, we'll go through it. Good morning, you're on the air. Hey, hi. How's everything? I think it's good. How about you? I'm doing great. Okay. Um, you know, I heard earlier when it was spoken about, of course, the freedom of speech and all of our rights. Right. Um, and I think the, the writers of our, our Bill of Rights and our Constitution, the founders of this great nation, uh, fully understood that there's another R word that goes with rights. Responsibility. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we forget the word responsibility when we just demand our rights. Uh, we are responsible to other people to properly voice our opinion. And the responsibility means we respect them. And those three R's, rights, responsibility, and respect, all go together. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Well, let's go through the uh, the report here. I know some of you have almost memorized certain parts, but uh, bear with me. So, how many people are there in the world? Seven point eight billion people. When was the first case? Uh, According to my records, it was November 19th of last year. Again, we're talking about this coronavirus. 
to date, uh, how many people worldwide have been um, found to have coronavirus? 3,680,000. That was as of yesterday. The day before, it was 3,580,000. So 100,000 more in 24 hours. But what does that represent against the total population? Point zero four seven percent. So that's four one hundredths. We'll we'll round it up. Five one hundredths of one percent. Okay, now, of those that became sick, uh, as of yesterday, 258,000 had died. That's 7% of those that catch it have passed. Um, as of yesterday... 1,210,000 have recovered. That's 33% have recovered thus far. That's worldwide. Now let's talk about the United States. Our population is 327.2 million people. Um, when you... Factor that against the world population, it's 4.2%. There's, um, there's some differences here, but basically, by my records, the first case of coronavirus in the U.S. was um, February 5th. Now, on Monday, we did get a figure about how many have been tested. And it was 677,000 people. We don't get that figure very often. But once in a while, they'll update it. But uh, the figures we do get every day, cases. So on Monday... I'm sorry, on Tuesday, let's see, wait a minute, today's Wednesday, right? Thursday. Thursday. So I'm always a day behind because the report's at 2, right? Yes. Okay. So Tuesday, we had 1,210 ca cases in the United States, which re represents 0.37% of our, our population. Yesterday, the number rose by 30,000 cases, which is 0.38% deaths. As of Tuesday, there were 69,680. Now that's 5.7%. Remember, in the world, they have 
we're below 6%. And then yesterday, it, it went from 69,680 to 72,417. So, but it's still less than 6%. <clears throat> 5.84 to be exact. How about those recovered? We went from 160, 160,000 that had recovered in um, the U.S. On, as of Tuesday. Add 5,000 more on Wednesday. Ohio. Now we've got more data here. So our population for the state is 11,690,000 people. You place that against the U.S. total, and we are 3.6% of the, our nation's population. Our first case, I believe, was March 1st. Um, I do not have current testing figures. I do have, as of Monday, I'm sorry, as of Tuesday, in our county, 483 people have been tested. That's interesting. But let's go back to Ohio. Okay, so, um, on Tuesday, we had 20,969 cases. That's 0.179%. So, 17 hundredths of a percent. On uh, Wednesday, yesterday, it went to 21.576. That's 0.18%. Now, here we track it with a little more information. So, of those, so let's take yesterday, 21,000, <coughs> excuse me, 576. Of those, 1,123, that's 5.2% of the total cases, were in the ICU. Thirteen percent or 2,833 were not in the ICU, but they were in the hospital. 5.7% of the cases had died. That's 1,225. But here, here's another remarkable figure, though. 15,711 of the 21,576 the 15711 represents 72.8% were recovering at home. And then the final figure along that lines is that 13.3% are now fully recovered. That's 2871. Now, a little, um, what do you call it? Um, metric stuff, I guess you'd call it. In Ohio, 
of those who caught it, 56% are male, 43% are female. Does that equal 100%? No, there's a couple little glitches in there, so it's not a perfect 100%. What's the median age of someone that catches it? 51. But when you look at all the cases, you have from less than one year of age to 106 years of age. Okay. In Athens County, we've had about uh, three weeks without an active case, but a couple days ago there was one more case added. So that brings us to a total of four cases, one of which did pass, two have recovered, and the fourth one is still being treated. That's our update. Scott, we had intended to do some quotes and things like that. We're going to have to push them back because okay. there's only a minute or so left today. Yep. Um, folks, I hope that our efforts are factual and you take them for that. And what I mean by that is I don't want to simply have everybody scared to hell. But I want us to be serious and try to protect one another. I would like to get back to normal or some degree of it, but not at the cost of major failure. Yeah, we need to be optimistic, but also I, realistic. I don't know what is right and what is wrong. I am not skilled at that. But I think, based upon my regular daily observation and studying of these numbers, in our 70th year of we might be all right. Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Have a great this is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I'm Peter King in Orlando. Another Thursday brings another dismal jobless claims report from the government. Correspondent Pam Coulter has a look at the numbers. There was a slight decline in claims for unemployment benefits last week, but the total was still more than $3 million. The pace of people being laid off remains at a level that would have been unimaginable just a few months ago. Since the virus crisis began, the number is over $33 million. Economist Joel Neroff says a careful reopening of businesses will help, but not quickly. Any improvement in the unemployment situation is probably months away. The monthly jobs report arrives tomorrow with expectations the unemployment employment rate could hit 20%. Pam Coulter, CBS News. None of this, of course, is a surprise to investors, and the Dow is up 330 points, while the Nasdaq is up 124. The economic hardships, of course, are unspeakable, but former CDC director Dr. Tom Frieden says reopening the country with too much too soon could spell disaster. These are tough decisions. What we need to do is reopen gradually, learn lessons, try to figure out how to do that while protecting the most vulnerable people, recognizing that there are 
important economic activities that need to resume. And as that happens, drug makers are ramping up production of tests that can tell doctors whether a person has already had the coronavirus. CBS's Dr. David Agus says the FDA has approved one company's test. The Roche test that was approved this week is accurate. It tells you whether you've been exposed, but what it doesn't say is whether you have immunity, whether you have the right antibodies to actually take the virus and not let it get into the body. A meat processing plant is back in business despite concerns from the people who work there. Here's CBS's Jim Crisula. Tyson Foods' huge pork processing plant in Waterloo, Iowa, is reopening for limited production. It was closed two weeks ago after hundreds of workers tested positive for coronavirus. Some workers are hesitant about returning, including this one, speaking through a face mask. Everybody's scared. Everybody. Everybody's scared. I need money. Where from? Some people die from coronavirus. I'm scared. At least 1,400 workers at three Tyson Foods plants in Iowa have been sickened by coronavirus. Jim Crisula, CBS News. In Hyderabad, India, at least 11 people are dead after an industrial gas leak that sickened hundreds more. Ochia Prudhan is India's disaster response director. 800 to 1,000 people have gone to the hospital. So now the focus is not so much on the gas leakage as the effects of the gas leakage on the treatment of the, of the people who have, who have been affected. The plant was about to reopen after a shutdown due to the pandemic. Updating the markets, the Dow is up 324 points, the Nasdaq up 125. This is CBS News. These are challenging times, and Rocket Mortgage is prepared to help. If you need mortgage assistance, contact their team 24-7 at rocketmortgage.com. Rocket Mortgage is with you. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's you, Jamie. Don't hang up. You need to hear this. You gotta quit wearing that aviator jacket. Nobody's buying it. I'm sorry you have to hear it from me, but at Progressive, we're all about giving it to people straight. That's why we show our rates alongside our competitors' rates. And when you're helping people find great rates, you don't need some jacket to look cool. Just keep rocking that scarf. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparisons not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Walgreens is here for you with new ways to make shopping easier. Pick up select essentials at a Walgreens drive-thru near you. Order online and pick up or get convenient same-day delivery on select items with Postmates. Plus, when picking out a perfume online or in-store this month, you can get 20% off select fragrances. Just in time for Mother's Day on May 10th. Walgreens. Fragrance offer valid with card through May 30th. Restrictions apply. For details and updates on savings and expanding services, visit Walgreens.com. If you can't have a party for that special occasion, maybe a parade will do. Your CBS is Steve Kathan. Well, this is quite pleasant. What a day for Dorothy and Paul Hatch in Glendora, California. A social distancing 70th anniversary party came within view of their front porch. We love you.